Revelation and how to keep moving forward today in the Weekly Kingdom Outlook. Let's get started. Good afternoon. So I want to talk about um, Revelation in a way to keep yourself fresh, how to keep yourself going. What do I do with things I hear from God? How do I process them? How do I um, pray into them? How do I study them? How do I? Because this is a key to new revelation. There's a, a scripture that I want to share with you. I'm going to talk about stewarding, believe it or not, because <clears throat> you have to steward everything you get from God with the wisdom of God, with the heart of God, and with the grace of God. You have to study it as, you have to treat it as valuable. I remember one time when we were at Reading and I was with um, another pastor and the pastor got a word. But a guy just wrote it down on a note and he didn't take it seriously. And he threw away the note. And we got in the car and I was listening to my word and that I got from the presbytery and Margaret Burke was with us. She's, she was my assistant back then. Now she's our assistant leader, but she was just an assistant, daughter in the Lord then. I asked her to, she would transcribe this. Now in this word, uh, this little girl, 14 years old, accurate word, but she kept on, she had like, 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 like 17 likes in one breath. And... Margaret asked me, do I want her to clean that up at all? I said, no, no, I, we must honor every word that is spoken to us, even if it's not perfect out of the vessel. Because when you honor the vessel and you honor their linguistics of it, you're honoring them, therefore you're honoring the Holy Spirit, you're honoring Jesus, you're honoring the Father, and you want to be so honoring of everything that you don't want to sit there and go, well, you know, I would have said it better. And that might be true but that's dishonoring to her. And so the other gentleman with me looked at me and said, man, I got this word from a guy and I threw it out because on a piece of paper. And I said, okay, what did it say? And he told me what it said. It was about like getting a $10,000 check. And I said, well, let's pray. I said, father, would you forgive us for the way we handled that? We didn't handle that well but we believe that was a word from you. We believe it was a vessel. Your vessel gave it to you. And let this be a teaching moment. But Lord, that it, the only way this is a teaching moment is you actually bring that to pass. That you would actually do that, Lord. I ask that you would bless him, would bring that word to pass. We write it down. We receive it. We honor that person. Forgive us for our dishonor. But we honor that person and let that word come to pass. And... Lo and behold, three months later, someone sent him a check for 10 grand. All right, now what's the point? Honor's a key. I got a word this morning at church from, my, from one of my leaders, Jerry. Jerry doesn't know how on this word was. It was like really on. Because I had been praying and thanking God during our prayer time. I just felt this thanksgiving rise up in me for all the things that I have suffered in the journey. That... You know, the apostles gave thanks for these things. And, and you know, we don't like it. Like, I've had people do me wrong. You have too. 
And I just start giving him thanks in my spirit. I start saying, Lord, thank you for this and thank you. Because by all these things, you've used these things to shape me and you, to trust you more, to be prepared better for what's ahead. I thank you for them. And then Jerry gave me this word. You know, I was saying this under my breath. I wasn't praying this. I was praying out loud, but I was praying something else in my spirit behind it. Because I was saying, thank you, Lord. But he didn't know what I was giving thanks for. Now, why is, why is this important? Because the reason people don't get new revelation is because they're not treating what they've already received well. And so let me tell you, you know, it might not be new revelation to that guy over there, but it might be new to you. And so, you know, your journey's your journey. Don't let anyone tell you your step, you know, you know, you're not a new revelation. Steward what you've been given very well. And here's the scripture. It's Mark 4, 24 in the Amplified. And he said to them, be careful what you are hearing. Now, point number one, <clears throat> be careful of the critical spirit that will be around you. When you hear from God and you know you've heard from God, you know God's speaking to you as long as it lines up with the word. Like, you know, I had one guy tell me, he believed God was telling him to divorce his wife and marry someone else. Well, obviously that wasn't God. Didn't line up with the word. That's an obvious one. But if you need counsel, you get counsel. But be careful even in counsel because not everyone has wise counsel. Okay? So you're the one who's going to be responsible for it, whether or not you carry out the prophetic word or the revelation. You have to understand something. Every word you get from the Lord is conditional because it's not Scripture. Okay, it's it's provisional that if you obey God, okay, every prophetic word I get has a provision in it, whether I, number one, receive it by faith, pray for it in faith, believe for it, you know, and do what's required of me and steward it in faith. I mean, these things are required of me, okay? So be careful what you are hearing. Be careful of the counselors. Be careful of the even the own negative that might stir up in you, the doubts and unbelief. Meditate on that word. So then the measure of thought in study you give to the truth you hear. Listen, it measure it's measure to measure. The measure you put in is the measure you get out. The measure you put in is the measure you get out. Listen, the measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear will be the measure of virtue and knowledge that comes back to you. And more besides. In other words, here's here's the deal. If you give a pound of study and thought, you get a pound of study back. But not just that. It says, and more besides. In other words, there's an increase. It's not a cup of coffee for a cup of coffee. It's a cup of coffee for a, a, a vat of coffee. Think about revelation. Okay, it's not a dollar for a dollar. It's, man, you gave me truth, but if I give thought and study to that, God's going to add to it. Because if if I treat revelation, look, I read books a lot, okay? And I read the Bible a lot. And I think about things a lot, okay? A lot. And so the measure that you do, the measure you give yourself to that, it'll be measured back to you. It says, will be measured of virtue and knowledge that comes back to you, and more besides 
will be given to you who hear. Now, everyone hears. So this hearing isn't, I just heard a voice. This is, I heard you. In other words, you know how when you have kids, you go, do you hear me? And you want to know that what you have said to them has been communicated. They go, yeah, dad, I hear you. I understand. Okay. Because you know how when we're kids, you know how like our parents talk to us and they, they sound like Charlie Brown's teacher? We're not really listening. I mean, you know, that is not the thought and study we give to the word. Okay. It doesn't work that way. You want to give yourself in thought and study to the word. The word, scripture. The word, prophecy. The word, the teachings that you hear. Give thought and study. Most of my books, most of my books I got because what somebody was teaching in the book, they mentioned the book. And so what I would do is go buy that book. Why? Well, I figured, in other words, like let's say, Bill Johnson quoted this book. Well, that means Bill Johnson read that book. You know what I said? Well, Bill Johnson read that book. I read the book. Randy Ledger would recommend books to me. And I'd read those books. And there was other books in there. It doesn't mean I accepted all all of it as absolute truth. It means I I was going to flood myself on the topic that God was pouring into my heart. I do this with prophetic words. I do this with revelation from the Lord. I got folders. I'm going to tell you a neat way to do this is in my journal. I do my journal digitally. I love, boy, I love having a physical book. But the reason I use my iPad a lot to write stuff now, and the reason I love that is because I can create a folder on revelation. I can just create a folder on specific revelation. Saw Covenant, Melchizedek, uh, Angels, Prophecy, Kingdom. And I can, when God gives me revelation, I can put it in that folder. And I can handwrite a note, type a note, I can clip a URL, I can do all this stuff. And I start filling that thing up and I'm thinking about it, I'm studying it. I separate all these things topically. Why? Because when God, what happens to me is, is, and maybe this happens to you, maybe you can tell me, let me know in the comments if this happens to you. What happens to me is it might be three weeks before God speaks to me on that topic again. And I might, I'm praying, I'm doing all this stuff, but I might not hear, but he might give me, you know, as a leader, I get other stuff. You know, I, I, I saw this from Bill Johnson that I was really impressed with. I, I once spent a week in meetings with Bill Johnson. Now, I wasn't his guest. I'm saying, like, he was at Voice of the Apostles. And then I went out to Bethel on a Saturday after Voice of the Apostles. Sunday, I was at Bethel. I was at leadership Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And you know what? Bill's message didn't change in six days. Because Bill was just speaking what God was speaking to him. Like what was on his heart. And so it didn't matter. Now, he was in six different crowds. I was listening to the same speaker. I was not bored a bit. Because you know what? Every day, I didn't go, oh, man, you're not talking about this again. I went, oh, there's going to be something here I missed the first time. Because Bill doesn't teach, you know, the same every time. None of us really do unless we're reading directly from a manual. And it was so powerful. And I remember that. I mean, this is how powerful it was. I remember it. And that was like 2011 or 12. And I remember that week. And I realized that sometimes we think we're going to have a different message all the time. We're not. 
If you think you've heard something once or twice or a hundred times and you know it, you're deceived. No, none of us know the full measure of the depths of God. And I buy books on topics. I just bought five books on one topic. Okay, a lot of this stuff is the same. But you know what? There's one sentence in this one and one sentence in that one that, that the other one didn't have. <clears throat> and I get a better revelation of it. And I start praying into that truth and doing that. And if you will uh, do this in your life and you will go after this kind, of, uh, this kind of way, don't get, if God hasn't spoken to you, let's say God hasn't given you a new revelation in 30 days, return to the last thing he gave you and begin to study it and meditate on it. We're all in different journeys, you know, and, you know, this was, you know, and I had a really good spiritual father that would just talk to me about what God was speaking. He was so interested in what God was speaking to me. And it was a lot of stuff God was speaking to him. And me and him, me and Randy could sit there and fuel each other. Stuff on like covenants, the prophetic, the kingdom. We didn't agree on everything. But we disagreed on nothing. You go, wait a minute, how could that be? <clears throat> We realized that my revelation always wasn't his. And as long as we weren't in dark, you know, in, in wrong error, we just had different viewpoints sometimes of coming at stuff. And it was important for me to see and hear his viewpoint and understand it. And it was his, his, his way to doing it with me. I have leaders. They have different viewpoints. They're coming at it from a different light. Their journey hasn't been the same. I'm not trying to build up identical offspring, you know. You know, I've got three kids, and none of them are 100% like me. Why? Because they're half their mother. You know, and I, I never try to make my kids me. I'm not excited when one's more like me and not. I mean, I, I love my kids. I, you know, they're wonderful. So I want you to, I want you to really understand that, okay? And really, really grab hold of that. All right, that. You, you and I are stewards of revelation and stewards of wisdom and stewards of the voice of the Lord. I, I mean, look, I got one, two, three, four, four books right here. I've got, these are all books I'm reading, by the way. So, and I got one, two, three behind me. So it's seven books. All right. Yeah, I'm not crazy. I'm not reading them all right now. They're all in line to be read. And, um, man, I'm just looking. I'm like, oh, so good. Some of them studying stuff. But I, I want you to really understand that, okay, that if you can, if you can, um, oh, I just saw an eighth book I just bought. I'm bad. I'm really bad. I need, I need help, you know. Um, yeah, I, I just saw the other book I bought, too. I've got about nine books in the shoot right now. Now, I'll buy books, maybe not read them for six months. <clears throat> because I will digest. I don't try, my goal is not to devour books. My goal is to give thought and study to what the author was revealing to us by, by the Lord. Yeah, well, wait a minute. Isn't always by the Spirit of the Lord? Yeah, the Spirit speaks through people. It's Look, he spoke in Scripture. You're listening to me. You listen to my sermons. You know, that's how it works. And so that's the one scripture that, to me, meant so much to me. When I read that in the Amplified 20 years ago, 20-something years ago, 
that I'd realized I'd been doing that. And I learned this actually as an air traffic controller, that if I really gave thought to what they were saying when they were teaching us air traffic control, that it seemed like I got a better grip on it. And I did. Okay, I got a really good grip on the revelation of being an air traffic, or the instruction of being an air traffic controller. All right. And, you know, I just took that over from the secular over into, and I didn't know I was doing it. I just, I just, I didn't know air traffic control. And I knew that I knew nothing when I started. So it required me to learn. And I figured there was people who knew more than me. Well, in this, man, there's always someone who knows more than me. There's a lot of great teachers out there and stuff. So let's say God starts talking to you about the prophetic. And that's why I tell people, if you're called to be a prophet, you should be buying books on the prophets. Okay? If you're called to be an apostle, buy books on the prophets and apostles. <laughs> uh, if, you, you know, if you're called to be an evangelist, you should be reading up about Reinhard Bonnke and all the old evangelists and studying them. And studying what, study their lives, study their journey. Because their journey is revelatory. Their journey has revelation in it. Okay? Read the books they write. There's... <laughs> Maybe if you look, if you were a called to be a teacher, you would study everything your teachers told you to study about that subject. Take that same attitude when it comes to the scriptures and your calling and your giftings. Take that thing, give thought, give study, meditate on it at night. When you go to bed at night, say, Lord, as I sleep tonight, speak to me, speak to my spirit. <clears throat> Reveal to me wisdom and truth. Bible says that when you sleep, God seals up wisdom in you. Here I am. Keep. <clears throat> Keep a journal open near your bed. You can also do something really neat is keep your phone. Keep, the, keep an app on your phone. I use voice memos. <clears throat> if you get up in the middle of the night, you can open that app and just say, Hey, this is what I heard the Lord say, and just speak it. And in the morning, you can go through it. Find a way to uh, allow for the mass input of the Spirit. When you go to a meeting and someone speaks, take notes. But think about what they're saying. And to take it home and meditate on it. Think about it. Meditate on it. It'll do you wonders. And you will never get stagnant in revelation. You'll never get stagnant in truth. <clears throat> there are things I've been studying for 25 years that I'm still, God is still revealing deep things to me in it. And I want that for you too. Let me pray for you before we go. Father, I thank you for the spirits of wisdom and revelation that you send to us. That we would have a heart of understanding in the knowledge of your son, Jesus. Let these angels, these, these spirits and your Holy Spirit, I ask that you would sit there and speak to us in the realms of revelation, truth, and knowledge of who Jesus is and the kingdom. That we would understand it and that it would bring power to us. That when we go out and lay hands on people and the power would come through us. I thank you for it. In Jesus' mighty name. Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. I love you. God bless you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you.